Yeah, we are live. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome to today's room. It's going to be very exciting. I'm excited to be here and just discuss with you guys and have a really good conversation about marketing content marketing versus seo marketing what's the difference it's going to be a very exciting room so feel free to you know join me up on stage and let's have a conversation we're going to have this for about 30 to 60 minutes to the top of the hour so feel free to interrupt me but i want to make sure that we have a really good conversation and talk about how we can start building connections and helping people start their marketing structure correctly because content marketing is something that we hear every day but when you think about content and then you break it down into pieces there's so many elements there's so many things there's so many platforms there's so many ideas so how do you construct them constructively and build a messaging that attracts people that actually connect to your content so when we hear about SEO. We hear about the word SEO and SEO is like, oh, what is SEO? That's search engine optimization. But here's the thing. SEO marketing, right, is great for conversations. SEO marketing is great for, you know, people who are going to learn about your business. SEO marketing is great for people who want to search. And every day we're searching for things. We're searching for content. We're searching for ideas. We're connecting with people. So it becomes a very important place to be when we start creating content and we're asking people, okay, how many pieces of content do I have to post a day? You know, when I think about how many pieces of content to post a day, I'm like, why do I have to post so much to get the attention of one person who needs just to find one answer. So when you break it down, you want to break it down into different parts. You want to really understand how can I take my content? How can I take my business? How can I take my structure and stay relevant? Because staying relevant is one of the things that we think about and we're like, you have to stay relevant. You have to keep posting content. You have to keep doing this. And sometimes... The content is going to come, but if you don't know what people are looking for, it's going to be really, really hard. Just really, really hard. You know, just before I opened this room, I had a meeting with a client and today was the first time since we've been doing this for about close to two years now. And today was like the first time we figured out, okay, this is exactly what type of content you need to put out because she's like, Oh, I'm getting hits on Google, but I don't know what they mean. And I'm not sure if they're connecting with me, but because everyone's online. So how do you be become someone that is online and still stay relevant? So SEO is like a bunch of things like SEO is everything. It's your Instagram in your everyone's like, oh, you know, Instagram, you can put SEO in your Instagram by putting in your title. That's great. Because when you start thinking about searches, you want to stay at the top. So that's just one piece of the puzzle. SEO is like Google, Bing, Yahoo, 
you know, with Yandex, you start thinking about, you know, Google itself, Pinterest, you know, those are platforms that you need to think about being on, but how you're on them really determines how you can really score. So I'll give you an example and then I'll come to you, Mirette, because it's so good to see you here. Thank you so much for joining me. When you think about your social media, this is one thing I want you to think about. Google your business name or Google your name or Google something that you want to rank for, right? Everyone is like, oh, I want to rank for this word. It's great to rank for that word, but you may not rank for that word in two years if you don't apply the right strategy today. So if you want to do that, you have to stay patient. A lot of people want to be like, oh, I'm going to post content today. It's going to go viral. And then tomorrow I'm going to sit back and enjoy. And yet you were not able to convert that person into a follow, a lead, a sale, a click, a save, a conversion, a DM, something didn't happen. So if you didn't figure that out by posting three times a day, ask yourself, if I post once a week for 52 weeks in a year, I'm going to be so far ahead of my competitors because I'm posting content to my website and I'm sending traffic to my website when I'm using platforms that are working for my website. So I'll leave it at that and then we're gonna go to the next point. But I wanna invite you, Mirette, and anyone else on stage, you know, who wants to come to the stage and you're in the audience, please feel free to join us today. We're gonna be here for a good hour. So I'm excited for the conversation we have today on content marketing S versus SEO, what's the difference? And please make sure that you follow this club, Marketing Club, if you haven't followed it, Please make sure that you follow it today before you leave the room. And as you stay connected, stay connected with us. And make sure that you follow someone today. Thank you so much, Mirette, for joining. How are you? Hello, Favor. Always great to be with you on stage and rooms here on Clubhouse. So it's hello from uh, Paris, actually. And it's 8 p.m. here. Uh, exciting topic that you have here about content marketing versus uh, SEO marketing. I've been doing a lot with the Google Shopping for my new online stores. And I must tell you that since I got Google Shopping right for one of my uh, first three online stores, I've actually been getting uh, some nice orders. So I, I think, yes, Google is, uh, is, is king and getting SEO marketing is, is key for, for business. 100%. Because now that you've mentioned that, it just reminded me of the room that we had some months back when we talked about hotel marketing and how you know hotels market their products by using content and the content is the pictures what's the quality of that picture you know are they using drones are they using reels are they using you know you know whatever it is that they have in mind you know how can you be able to build quizzes and stay interactive and also engage with your audiences so i love what you just talked about when it comes to content marketing now i want to ask you before I go to Norris, how do you position your content without thinking about marketing, but thinking about the people? Well, when it comes to hotels, it's all about the experience, right? And, uh, you know, uh, potential guests cannot relate to hotel content if they don't see people in that content, right? Because every person who is looking a hotel up on instagram or on, on a website or booking.com knows that the hotel has rooms knows that the hotel has maybe a restaurant but 
and and that's that's a given, right? So if you really want to relate uh, to, uh, to potential guests, then you need to show something more than just the product. So the content needs to be humanized. I don't know if this is uh, the correct word to to use in this case, but you do need a, a human aspect to the content you're putting out as a, as a hotel, and I, I think this also applies to. to pretty much all businesses that involve uh, people right that is so true that is very true because the people that you're inviting to your hotel are looking for an experience and if they don't get that experience from the door from the gate from the front from the lobby you know from that you know that chivalry you know if they're not able to experience that and feel welcome then the experience is going to be altered because before someone books with a hotel or books with a reservation on something that they are looking forward to, they're going to look at reviews. They're going to read the reviews. How recent are those reviews? How well were those reviews done? So those things are things that we don't think about, but that's SEO. That's off page SEO. That's creating content without you being the person writing it because it's not on your page it's on another domain authority that really helps your content thrive and at the end of the day google is going to translate that to content that people are looking for so that was really spot on i appreciate that mira thank you so much for that i really appreciate that norris how are you it's good to see you how's it going things are good how's everything going for you my man Really good, really good. Haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, I've been uh, been training. Um, yeah, so I, I just uh, I don't want to come in and take up too much time. Uh, I know you don't have a lot of knowledge, man. So I just had a, a quick question for you. Um, when I'm having to build my content, I found out that I have to make my content a little bit more digestible for the demographic of people that I'm trying to get the the content out to. Um, uh, obviously, you know I'm a professional athlete, and I. I'm on the Olympic team for high jump and long jump. So putting out content showing how far I can jump or how high I can jump really is digestible for the uh, demographic of people that follow me. So should I continue to create that type of imagery of like jumping over household items or um, doing things like that and then kind of track that back to my website using SEO to kind of get people a better education on what it is that I do for a living or is that just completely far off? No, that's not completely far off because what you're doing at that point is you're building that individuality. You're building that presence and that's what people are going to look at and they're going to ask you and they're going to find things about you and they're going to see you and they'll see you online and offline trying to be very you know, put in a perspective that you can be able to say that, okay, this is what I do. This is how I create my content. This is how I put my content out without thinking about SEO. Because when you think about SEO, it's like you're trying to wear another hat and you're trying to leave content marketing and say, okay, I'll deal with SEO and then I'll deal with content. But they are pretty much the same thing. Because if you put out a piece of content and that content is allowing people to stay connected to you your let's say they read something about you and the next thing that they see is okay sign up here to learn more about what i'm up to here are the updates on what i'm doing 
you're building that relationship. So when people send you an email and say, hey, I love that video that you did last month or last year, you know, those are things that are memorable to them and they're also important to you. So when you start building those relationships and start thinking about what questions are they asking? Because now as an athlete, as a professional athlete, you are also educating people because some people want to know what do you do to get to that point? How is your mindset? You know, how are you building those things? Because these are things that people are doing and they're looking up to people like you to do them. So as you're building that information, you're building around your name, you're building around your expertise, and you're also helping them with questions they're asking. Because when you search for things like that and you see the articles that are out there, they also have to resonate with how you're also responding to what they're doing and how they're thinking so that your email list grows, the people that are watching you grow, and at the end of the day, you're also building a name for yourself, which in turn is also applying value in the SEO, you know, quote unquote world that you can be able to now see that, okay, people are looking for amazing things that you do and you show up on the top of the list because you've been able to build a profile that stands the test of time. Would you mind if I chime in on that favor? Yeah. Hey, so first of all, thank you for this room. Uh, I haven't talked to you in a minute. Good to see you, favor. Good to see you, um, too. <laughs> yeah. So, North, I just wanted to ask you a question before I chime in. Um, so, when you do post this content, which sounds really interesting, I'll have to check it out. Um, what is the end goal that you have in mind? So I think my end goal, and that's a, that's a great question. Uh, I think my end goal is just for, for, for people to understand the day in and day outs. I think a lot of people view um, athletes as people that like have this like high quality of success, but a lot of people don't understand the road that it takes to get there. And the road's different for all, for all subjects of athletes. So what I try to do on my Instagram feed, especially, is to be... Um, not only, only tangible but more relatable so like a lot of the content is based around like community outreach what i do within the community um and then like me going around different places in the country or world either either to compete or just to create content just to kind of show that i'm something more just an athlete outside of the space of athletics does that make sense oh yeah so i would say the end goal is more around visibility correct yeah, and I, I, I mean, I get a, a ton of opportunities for paid partnerships, so the visibility and growth of social media obviously doesn't hurt, uh, but the money aspect isn't the motivator for me. It's more of like how many people I can reach with the message that I want to convey for these people to see. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, in my brain, I was thinking, like, that was it, but I wanted to double-check. So, I also wanted to ask, um, which I want to, you sound like a very smart person, so I think I already know the answer, but do you, and like, know where to find the analytics on your Instagram, and do you compare? Of course, yeah. Um, we have a, so I, I own a marketing firm, as well as a digital, um, like a film and production company as well. Dope. Love it. We have these spreadsheets that we send out to all the companies that we work with or all the, the marketing managers that come our way um, just to just to stay on top of stuff. So I'm a, I'm a big numbers guy. Um, so yeah, I'm, a, I'm in tune with all that kind of stuff. Yes, I love, love, love that. So just to add my quick thoughts and move the conversation along, you're just going to have to test it. I know a lot of times we're like, 
know what will work, what won't work. Sometimes you just don't know because, in my opinion, Norris, you have a very unique situation. Um, not everybody is an amazing athlete. I look at your accolades. Congrats on all the success. Um, so you definitely are going to have to just try different content strategies out, test, look at um, the numbers. Also, the uh, thing that I don't like about Instagram is you know, because like me and Favor, we're definitely specialists when it comes to SEO, search engine optimization. Instagram is its own separate search engine. Like there are so many things that drive visibility. Engagement is a very big part. So I don't know kind of what your strategy is around engagement, but that has, is like a direct correlation with how much visibility you get. I hate that part about Instagram. It's just a little more work in my opinion. However, I have known people Of course, I always get calls in the middle of my TED Talks. Um, don't land the plane. Um, yeah, definitely just test the A and the B. And then if you find a strategy that works, 10X it. Uh, you sound very smart, so I know you're going to figure this out. But I'm going to go ahead and follow you for sure because I want to see what kind of content you're going to come up with. So thank you. And, uh, thank my you. Oh, of course. Um, and I have been doing certain things. So like with the Instagram algorithm, I've seen to be able to navigate that well. On average, I probably get maybe like between 900 to 1100 comments the video content that goes out scales almost over a half a million and i only have 270 70 000 followers i think maybe a, i don't know what it only. is only that was so cute only <laughs> um, but i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is like i i do try to do really cool things for for the followers so like for instance um in april I'm going to be doing, or March, I'm sorry, in March, I'm going to be doing a giveaway of 10 tickets for people to come with me to the NFL draft down in Las Vegas. Uh, and it's just, I, I, I can care less on who wins, right? I just want to give people an opportunity to be in the world that I'm in. And for those who, like, are being in networking, like, this is going to be an opportunity to network with, you know, like, newly NFL athletes managers, agents, you know, different companies, different brands, or whatever that situation may be, it comes with VIP tickets. The only issue is, is like, people don't ever follow through. Like, I gave out a free round trip to anywhere in the continental U.S. Um, with the airline that I'm sponsored by, like, six people won, and not one person redeemed it. So it's just, it's, that has been the weirdest part for me trying to, like, get to understand yeah, we'll have to have a separate room about that one. But yeah, that is very peculiar. That's deep. That's deep. And I've just been thinking, as you know, we've been talking about the importance of putting out content that allows people to connect back to us. And that really goes a long way when you actually start thinking about the way they're interacting with your pieces of content and also giving you value in return. Because from what you've said, Norris, too, I looked at your website immediately and I was like, I just love the visual because not many people have visual, impactful content like this and you're doing it 100% correctly. And I love the way you're also inspiring people through what they're seeing because they're different types of learners. You know, they're visual learners. They are auditory learners. They are kinesthetic learners. So when you start thinking about how people are processing these things, it goes beyond the content. It now goes into 
how are you building that science? How are you building that art? How are you creating those connections? What are the pieces and the puzzles behind them? And I looked at your website and I'm not sure if you know this or if you notice, know but there are three things that I wanted to, to highlight so that you can also think about how you're also structuring your content because Instagram is great and I love it because it really builds your community. But I think you could also do greater having a 16% organic reach compared to like a 0.73% reach in engagement on average on a social platform because on search engine on search engines if you're on a search engine and then your Instagram is connected to your website where the social icon button is it can be really good because on your site right now it's not connected and if someone clicks on that and it doesn't go to your Instagram you could be missing out on a lot of people who could follow you through Google. So that's one thing I wanted to also highlight. And then when you look at your, if you just write your name on Google and see what's ranking from first to the last, how you can know is based on the priority. <clears throat> Excuse me. How you can know is based on the priority. So the first one right now is your website, then your Instagram, then there's a World Athletics website, then there's Twitter, then there's LinkedIn. So from what I see, I know your website and Instagram can really go well and you can really connect them together and that can also push out content to Google. Now, I don't know if you've thought about this too, but Pinterest is also a really great factor because what you're doing is you're impacting people with what you're doing. You're showing people that if Norris could do it, I could do it. So you're building that inspiration. You're building that fuel, that motivational access for people to access. So when you're creating that mindset and you're putting it on platforms like those and you connect it back to your website, it can really go a long way and allow people to connect with you on a much larger scale. So that's just what I wanted to highlight to you as well, Norris. And I've also given you a follow too. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's a done deal. I'll get that taken care of today. I appreciate that, you guys. Thank you guys so much. You're welcome. Anytime. Anytime. What's up? What's up? How's it going, Celeste? You know, when we had the meeting, when you had your room, that room is still explosive till now. <laughs> I think that's what those are one of the rooms in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, the Clubhouse Hall of Fame. Like it was really, really insightful, really helpful. A lot of people learned a lot of stuff. So I'm so glad that you're here. And our podcast is also going to be out this month so it's going to be exciting just to let you know it's going to be published this yeah. month so finally definitely you know what that's what we're going to do that's what we're going to do 100 percent. oh my god you over here making me so happy <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome anytime is there anything that you'd like to tell our amazing audience today about content marketing versus SEO marketing and what is the difference if there's a difference? Ah, okay, really quick. I know what SEO marketing is. Can we define content marketing just so we're all on the same page? Exactly. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm asking you. Oh, you're asking me. Okay. <laughs> like in my brain, I'm like, I think I know what he's talking about, but I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Okay, okay. So let me let me break it down with some some numbers. So the average click-through rate, which is another way of saying the average amount of engagement you can get with B2B marketing is 
at an average of 2.2%. And if you think about it holistically, only 20% of businesses consider SEO as an investment for their business. So now when you think about content marketing, you're now thinking about how are people connecting with your pieces of content, like your images. You know, when you start thinking about how you structure your content, those images have infographics, they have in-text graphics. Is there SEO applied? Do you have keywords in them? Do you have listicles? Do you have FAQs? Like, do you have all this stuff that allows someone to enjoy your content? So we think about all these things and we think, oh, that's SEO, that's not content marketing, but it's one and the same thing because if you don't have links that support your content and they lead to other pieces of content on your website, then you're not really practicing SEO, you know, if you think about it reverse engineering process wise. So there's so many things that you can factor in, but most people forget about just looking back and thinking about it from a 30,000 point of view and just asking themselves, if someone is searching for my content today, will they find me because they search for the right thing? Or did they just happen to find me because it was there randomly? So if you structure yourself right so it's how you structure yourself and where you position yourself so that you're not talking about everything on the internet but you're talking about something that's going to connect someone to your content that's going to help them okay i think i'm following you so in short what i'm gathering is that when we talk about content marketing in the context of this conversation it's more like the off-page seo stuff right it's like an off-page like SEO, media, yeah. Putting your pictures up, things like that. Exactly. SEO, in the context of this, I'm thinking about the on-page stuff that helps users search intent to actually find you, right? Now, when you do that, when you do both on-page and off-page, now you go in a whole different direction because. Okay, that's why I was like, can we define these things? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just, I'm <laughs> Residual ROI every time because I don't have to spend half the energy. 
energy that people spend on social media i mean oh my gosh how you guys do it sometimes i'm like i don't even know but <laughs> um i think there are pros and cons to both um the other thing is definitely the idea of like oh you post something on instagram i can't remember what the stat says but i know that the engagement really determines how long that will even be seen and so we have to factor in so many things. I just always tell people, listen, do your research before you invest in any marketing strategy and make sure that you, number one, have the, either the time or the money to invest to get this end goal that you see all these other people getting. So I will land the plane there, but that was such a good question. I appreciate you posing it. So back to you. Yeah, you're most welcome because that's a really great point that you mentioned about you know, making sure that people are really seeing it because when they're looking for that intentional result, like what are they typing and the result they're looking for has an expectation. And if you don't meet that expectation, you fall short of the expectation. And most times, if you think about it, for example, click on a YouTube video and that YouTube video has the perfect description, the perfect thumbnail, the perfect title. When you click on it, it's the exact opposite of what you're looking for. What do you do? You bounce, you leave, you don't, you don't watch anything else because that was not your intention to watch that. So if you can be able to just do that simply by helping people get to those points that they are looking for, and you do that in three minutes, that's a TikTok video. That's a YouTube video. That's, that's something you can do in three minutes on Pinterest. You can do that on, in three seconds, you know, in four seconds, you know, think about how can you turn this four, five, six seconds into maybe a seven second TikTok by adding one frame and putting your website at the end of the video that extends the time by one second. So we start thinking about so many things like, oh, I need to put content but for you to increase one second in your content just takes one piece, one frame, one piece of the puzzle. So when you start thinking about your content and saying, I have a video, this video went viral. At the end of the video, I told them to follow me or I told them to check out my website or I told them to let me know in the comments. That was something I did intentionally because I intentionally want to get feedback and that feedback I get will help me know what to do next with what I'm you know, creating. So when you always get feedback, it's always gonna refine your content and your content is something that is always gonna be king. But I say content is king and context is queen. So you wanna be able to connect those two and see how you can build those contextual formats that people can digest, they can feel satisfied and they feel like they've learned something because they'll come back to you the next day. So. That's something that you want to be able to think about as you're building out your piece of content. So thank you so much. I appreciate you, Celeste, for that amazing add-on too. Michelle, thank you so much for joining. How are you today? Hey there. I always mess up trying to get on here, but um, I'm doing well, Favor. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's good to see you. Good to see you too. I, I just happened to see your pop-up about this room and I wanted to come in and then talking about SEO. So I just wanted to um, share, you know, my experience and and it's still, I'm on this journey. So SEO has always been a nemesis of mine and I just like have never like wanted to wrap, wrap myself around it, so to speak. So um, starting last year, I said, I'm going to, you know, take more of a, uh, a little bit of a, a dive into SEO and I'm really 
uh, I've had a lot of aha moments, but um, one thing I will say is that it's something that we all should be doing as business owners, even even if you're like initially um, not there to hire somebody yet, at least know the um, tools that you yourself can utilize for um, being able to access your information, like the Google Console and the Microsoft Clarity. Those can help tremendously in our business. And just, you know, like working with you, Favor, I'm learning, you know, like the key keyword search that we need to be doing um, so that we can, you know, speak more directly to our clients or the ones we want to um, work with. And um, I noticed one thing I had an aha moment. I have a, um, a photography mentor that I'm working with. And one thing um, that was so, like, crystal clear to me is that she mentioned you got to know what the beliefs are that people have. Then you have to identify the mistakes. And then you have to identify the consequences as a result of those beliefs. And once you figure out those key components, then you can start to really talk more directly to your clients or the ones you want to work with so that you can really um, show them that you can solve their problems or whatever it is, the end result that you want to achieve, then you can be, you'll be able to convey that to those potential um, clients and audience. And that's really something that I'm really trying to craft my message around to show my audience and ideal clients how I can, you know, up-level their business. Because I do photography. I'm a branding and wedding photographer. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at and trying to figure out, you know, how to speak correctly to those that I want to attract and I want to work with. And I know that... Um, this ride on SEO and learning about it, it's, it can be overwhelming and it can be, you know, you can really get in there in the weeds before you even realize you're in there, you know, but I will say this, that it's well worth taking the dive into it so that you can be better equipped, you know, and, and how to, you know, run your business basically, you know, um, because the first thing we want to do is solve the problems. What is the problem that we're solving? I hear that all the time, you know, repeatedly. So, trying to um, remember those things when we're doing our content um, marketing and when we're writing our blogs and, you know, when we're sharing information, what problem are we, you know, helping to solve for our clients? So that's all I really had to say. I just wanted to share and, and just let you know and the audience that it's well worth taking a dive into the SEO because at the end of the day, we want our businesses to grow. I'm done speaking. Thank you so much, Michelle. That is so true. You know, I remember when we looked at your Google search console for the first time and we noticed what was ranking and you were like, oh, that's why I'm ranking here on Google because that's a need they're trying to get solved because you've been able to satisfy that specific target market with the interest you've been able to build for them to require as far as them creating those you know great memorable pictures i remember that one story about that one picture that got on the billboard that we talked about so those are things that people want to remember so that people can be like oh yeah i can do that too and i can be able to know okay people like this did that and they did this to get to that point then it really gives you a good map and then your competitors and the people you're connecting with gives you a much clearer roadmap to even build out your content in a better way so that you can serve more people at the same time. And can I just add to that favorite that it is so fascinating. I find it very fascinating that, you know, I do searches all the time on different things that I want, you know, 
whether I'm shopping for something or want to go somewhere. It's just fascinating. When you do a Google search and you see what people are asking, even under the section, you know, about people, what they're also asking other, you know, topics and um, questions. It's just so, we have so much right at our fingertips. It's amazing to me. And um, I just find that, you know, I'm really getting more excited about SEO and I will never, you know, be an SEO expert in any shape or form, but I do want to know enough to um, be a little dangerous (laughs) or be a little more knowledgeable about my business. And um, that's pretty much it. But what's the black part it's about? You know, it's actually a good question that you're asking because um, that black heart and if you also look in the audience and if you see anyone that has like the their fist up, like, you know, their their whole hand up and, you know, with the emoji, that's really because this is Black History Month. So there's pretty much that connection and it makes sense because with the Olympics, I remember everyone had a flag, you know, you know, when you start thinking about the you know the sports i think it was not the olympics it was the euro 2020 and that's when you know there was so much happening so it's like you're creating all these different experiences and it's still part of you know your experience here on clubhouse when you have one year you have the balloon if you're you're joining clubhouse for the first time you still have the party hat so it's all those things combined to just create that experience so yeah that's what it means and it's also in your bio too (laughs) Uh, okay okay thank you for that um you can put me back in the audience because i do have a meeting in just a few minutes i won't be able to stay for the whole thing so i appreciate it no worries thank you so much michelle i appreciate you for joining and always being a part of the audience and just being part of the conversation coming up to always drop those gems and those knowledge base ideas that can really help a lot of people move the needle and just become better in what they're doing so i really appreciate you for being here today thank you so much for joining hey michael and jill what's going on how have you been favor what's going on man we've been good how have you been we've been we've been good too you know you know it's a different lifestyle right now you know when you know when you're married and it's different it's it's different so when you say we it's like yeah <laughs> so i appreciate you for joining it's just a beautiful experience and i'm excited for you know what's next what's new and what's happening a lot of things have changed and things are still changing so we just keep learning wherever learning in that phase and we never stop learning so i know you have so much you know, you can be able to let us know today in the audience and the people who have joined today, just to let them know what is content marketing versus SEO marketing, because I know you do a lot about content and SEO is also a part of that structure and that strategy. So how do you connect the two and still stay relevant? And if there's a difference, what could you identify? Yeah, what a great question. Yeah, that's what stopped me, honestly, and made me come in here. So when I think about content marketing, I kind of think of it as the umbrella, so to speak. And then I think of SEO marketing being something that falls under the category of content marketing. And when I think about the content that you create, I think things like reels and idea pins and things like that are trending content marketing. Um, But I think about, and I think you do those things when you want to grow now. Um, But I really think that if you want your business to be around for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, like you're all in on your business and you really want to succeed, then you're focusing on SEO marketing. And um, I know that Favor, you and I have had tons of conversations, done podcasts about it. Um, You know, now with so many business owners, so many people leaving their jobs, doing their own thing, which is great, but it's created a lot of 
competition within everybody's niche. And I think that, you know, with all of the people looking for ways to stand out and, and ways to gain that authority, um, there's no better way than when you Google a business and they come up on page one. Um, so for example, I know favor whenever we Google you, you're always on page one. Our business comes up on page one, all of our socials, our podcast. So you can imagine if someone's like, I'm thinking of hiring a digital marketing agency and they Google us and see the whole page one is everything related to us, the people we've worked with. That is so powerful in the mind of that ideal client that now basically, I mean, you, you don't even have to sell it in essence. They're already sold because, I mean, they've seen the body of work that you have uh, because by no means is SEO. I think Michelle was saying it earlier. It's a long game. It's hard. It's not easy. It's not something that comes um easy you know you've got to you know sit in front of the computer do the keyword research the uh dovetail keyword research and so um i just really think that content marketing is the whole picture and seo marketing is probably i would say one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle unfortunately most people just pay attention to the flashy type of content so the reels the tiktoks the thing that gets you the the eyeballs now uh, but i think really if you want to succeed in business and you really really want to grow you'll focus on the seo marketing um, especially now because in 6 12 18 months that'll really pay off for you and your business oh yeah 100 percent. that is so spot on thank you so much for highlighting that because you think about the longevity and people want to build a business and people want to convert. People want to monetize. People want to make money or make sales or make people happy or do something that they can be able to justify and build and be accountable for. And at the same time, there's so much pressure from the audience. There's so much pressure from the social media because, oh, I didn't post today. I feel bad. What do they think? Am I am I existing? Am I am I am I here? And it's there are so many like imposter syndromes that happen in between, and people just don't know what to do. But when I start thinking about how you can start building connections, it starts to change completely because now when you're building a business in six months, in twelve months, like you said, sixteen months. By the time you're getting to your 24th month and you've been building business for weeks, just understanding, building content, you know, putting out content that works because people think, okay, I'll just put out content and I'll just go on Canva, post something. And that's my content for the day. That's not what I mean. I mean, how can you take this piece of content and distribute it. When I talk about distribution, I'm thinking about platforms. I'm thinking about social networks. I'm thinking about social shares. I'm thinking about impact. How can you be able to stay relevant? Because when someone's searching for you on LinkedIn, on YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, Google, these are all different platforms. And yes, you may not be on all of them because that sounds very daunting. It sounds like, no, I don't even want to near that. But when you focus on what matters and what matters is your business, your sanity, and your time. When you build those three and you build a strong foundation, you start thinking about my business is going to take care of what I need to take care of so I'm not stressed or I'm not feeling under pressure or I'm not feeling overwhelmed or I'm not feeling undeserved or whatever it is you're thinking about. Those are things that happen when you're not seeing results. But if you're planning you're always going to be able to be a step ahead, 10 steps ahead, because now you're building content for people who are asking about 
asking questions about your business and your solutions and your perspectives with facts because that's where you're able to build those connections. And even Michael, when you talked about the podcast, there's one fun fact that I got to realize just recently because this ties into both content and SEO. So if you guys are doing podcasts or if you have something online and you're pushing out content, this is going to be something you should also think about too. It It's a strong fan fact that I was like, whoa, this is actually exciting to see that if you have 35 episodes, right? Those are 35 rooms, 35 shows, 35 episodes, whatever you want to call it, 35 of them. And in each of them, you're talking about something specific, but it's still under, like you talked about Michael with the umbrella and having like, how can you have, you know, content and still stay relevant because the people that are looking for your content are looking for things to discover. People are discovering convenience. They're discovering platforms they're discovering ideas so you're part of that process and if you're not able to help them get there then you're not doing them a favor you're not helping them in any way you're not giving them any structure and that structure is going to be highly dependent on how you're able to build that because if you have 35 episodes you could be able to rank really quickly on google because we think about oh you want to rank on google what page those are great like I'm at this point for me, if I rank on page one in all the articles, I'm happy. But what I'm even more happy about, what I'm happier in the most sense about is, did someone understand what I just said? Did someone understand what I just wrote? Did someone understand what I just explained? And if it was explained well, I'm happy because now that person can take that information and has done their own research so that when they come back to me, they know, like, trust the factor that I've been able to give them through the approach I was able to give them just in three minutes, in 15 minutes, you know, in 35 episodes. Those are things that you want to start thinking about because we all have a journey. We all have a place to go. We all have different processes. So we're not all going to have the same results at the same time. But what makes the difference is when your content makes a difference so i really appreciate you michael for highlighting that and you know i've been seeing you on tiktok on pinterest you're really doing amazing i just love what you're putting out for people because you're making people happy like if you don't know it you're making people happy because when they see that they feel like oh wow this this i can also do this i can be thinking from this perspective because someone's day somewhere has been made because you guys were able to put out content that is relevant to their day so i appreciate that Uh, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, literally, that's all we do with our content is we hope that we can help. But if there is the situation that we can't help, we hope that you at least get a laugh or you get some sort of positive vibe or message from our content and it leaves you in a better place than you came. Exactly. And that's the goal. That's the motto. I appreciate that, Michael. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for joining and for being part of today's conversation. This was amazing. You know, this is the first room that i've opened in the marketing club so please make sure you guys follow this club if this is your first time joining this club or you're always in this club and you've not followed please make sure you follow the marketing club so you can be able to get this amazing episodes this amazing rooms this amazing discussions because 
a lot of information is discussed and a lot of things are answered a lot of questions are really gone through and it really helps a lot of people get to a point where they need to so please make sure that you follow this club so that you don't miss out save the replay check it out make sure that you're able to tap in and learn more about how you can be able to build your business one of the things that i want to just give you as a case study so that you guys know how i've applied for the next 11 minutes how i've applied seo with content is when i looked at my pinterest and i decided and this is before i even started a club here on, on clubhouse and before i did that I had to finish a course. I had to tell myself, this is what I have in mind. I want to be able to help people use Pinterest correctly. And there's so many things on how to use Pinterest for business and things keep changing. Even by the time this course was being done, idea pins were not even existing or they were not even a thing at the time. So when I think about the timeline and how people have used this to build connections, you know, increase their product reviews, make sure that they have better access to their community. It's something that I've seen tremendously grow. And just from us, just from seeing the Pinterest business account, we were able to get to about a million impressions. And out of this a million impressions, we're thinking about what is the conversion rate? Is it 1%? Is it 2%? Is it 5%? What's the average? And for us, we've been able to see a tremendous boost now that even when you're typing Pinterest marketing strategies on Google, the article that we released back in, I think it was back in May of last year, now has been updated about two times and now it's first on the page on Google and people are looking for these things. And now I just got my first click, my first click on Pinterest marketing yesterday, my first click, because when I, when I say click, this is what I mean on Google search console. When you have a website, all these things we're talking about today, content, marketing, SEO, reels, pins, all this stuff. It's great. But here's the catch. If you're posting this content consistently for at least once a week and in that content piece, you're able to answer questions. This is the key word, guys. This is the key takeaway. If there's anything you want to take away from today's room is this. Make sure you're answering questions because the more questions you answer, the less questions you have to answer. Because when you, when you think about how you want to answer those questions, you think about, okay, if I want to have less questions to answer, then I need to be able to answer questions that they're already asking. And what are they asking? How do you do this? What to do this? What's the step-by-step -step procedure? This versus this. You know, these are things that are coming on my Google search console. There's Instagram marketing versus Pinterest marketing. I might do that in this club. And I want to definitely talk about those things because I want to really make you understand how content marketing works and how to use it because content marketing is not just posting every day. That's not it. Because if you're doing that, who are you posting for? How frequent are you posting it? In between the week, what are you doing with those 35 episodes so that by the time you think about those 35 weeks, you've been able to cover across almost half or over half of the year 
and now all you're doing is just optimizing your building you're layering and you're building a foundation as you're going even further with your content. So that's really something I want you to be able to think about as you're building out your content today. Now, before we close, there is something I want to show you guys in this room. If you're still here, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to the replay, thank you so much for joining. There is a link in this room and this link will lead you to a Pinterest marketing course that you can be able to start for free and start at a 30-day trial. And what I have in there is an amazing toolbox. You can be able to have, it's a three-piece package. You have the Pinterest marketing course that's available to you. You also have a podcast private feed because we have a podcast called We Don't Play. We're crossing over to about 250 episodes. We've already reached that, but we've not published all of them yet. So there's still some we have in the pipeline and there are still more to come because we have episodes all the way till April, May, and it keeps just going. So it's always going to keep on coming with amazing interviews, amazing stories. We have a new episode that came out today. So if you want to learn about personal branding facts that you need to know, I had a guest. Her name is Dr. Angela Mulroney, and you can be able to definitely check it out and see what she talked about because she gave a really good express um, experience on what she does and she's in cyprus so that was a completely different discussion and it just makes us know that yeah when you think about where you are and what you're doing with your content and how your personal brand stands out it really goes a very long way so make sure that you're able to tap in make sure you're able to get this amazing course and also after you get the module because they're about they're about really really strong modules that you can be able to start with because when you think about the stretch of this which is three hours if you spend three hours and you're listening to this podcast just like you're here listening to this room and the third tier in that bundle is the business professional pro tips that's why i talked about branding earlier if you want to think about branding and professional tips how do you know are you a value brand are you a disruptive brand are you are you know think about it like for example i'll give a very good example when you think about like airbnb that's a disruptive brand when you're thinking about you know value brand you're thinking about what is the the actual meaning of this how do i you know create this luxurious mindset or how do i create this casual mindset or how do i create this messaging approach to take in that information knowing that it's coming from a type of experience so those brands take a while because you need to also adapt so when you think about your own business think about how do you run pinterest how do you run your marketing structure if you're spending five dollars a day on facebook how much are you getting back in conversion when you think about those things it's going to help you streamline and know exactly what is more necessary for your business to succeed as you're building out your structure for people that are checking out your content over time and as you read this link that's in the room as you click on it scroll all the way to the bottom and you get all the frequently asked questions that you may have about this course about this bundle and you can start check it out you can cancel anytime and this is something that you can be able to see and ask yourself is this valuable enough for me to know and if it is 
How can I apply it and make sure that what I'm doing as a business is paying for the business expenses, which is investing in things like this. So when you start thinking about your financial literacy, how do you expand? How do you build connections? How do you help other people? It goes a long way because sometimes we think about it. Oh, I don't have time to do this course. But if you just click play and you're using it on your phone, and like you're here or maybe you spend and say okay if i need to complete this in three hours and i have 24 hours in a day how can i split this one hour across 30 days or 31 days and see how i can be able to get at least 15 minutes take my notes digest listen think about it meditate on it pray about it and then come back and think about what you need to do next knowing that you're doing your own research in the process when you really have a structure like that nothing is going to come in the way but if you fail to plan you plan to fail so this is an advertising platform that you can definitely see what we can be able to show you and give you some really good insights because there is a case study that you're going to be able to see i'm going to show you what i just talked about how we got to a million impressions on pinterest i'm going to break down my own analytics dashboard so that when you look at your dashboard you know exactly what your dashboard is saying and how to interpret it when you actually have you know content coming to you and you're actually asking yourself okay why are more people using their mobile phones why are they more in this age bucket why are they more in this region why do they like this more than that those are the things that you can be able to now do to really help your business grow and that can give you a really good structure for how you create your content going forward so the answer to the question of today's room content marketing versus seo marketing what's the difference the difference is there's no difference because content is SEO and SEO is content. Why? Because when you post your content on the internet, that automatically turns into SEO because the file name that you have image one, two, three, or your keyworded phrase that is also as your file name that is uploaded to the server, that is gonna go into a catalog, that's gonna go into a category, that's gonna go into a search. The images, the colors, the fonts, how legible is it? All those things matter, your Canva pictures, your emails, when you think about your structure, your blogs, your podcasts, how long are they? You know, how do you keep up with people? Your watch time, if you have a YouTube channel, how do you create that effect? How do you know, okay, people are spending three minutes average on my page. So let me create content for one minute so I can be able to keep them replaying, replaying. And before you know it, those three minutes turn into one watch that multiply that times the number of people who are impressed by what you see or what you're putting out. So when you're very focused and you're very tunnel vision on what you want to create, it can go a very long way for you. And that's how you want to start creating content for your business and start helping people get to those places that they need to knowing that you have a structure you have content that's converting and what's converting is giving you clicks it's giving you saves it's giving you leads it's giving you inquiries emails text messages you know pings whatever it is that you have that's going to give you some type of feedback to let you know that this thing that you posted made sense and i reacted to it and you saw it because it made sense to you and it made sense to me so that's how you you're supposed to think about it so when you think about it that way it goes a long way in your process so before i go and before we close out this room i just want to do a quick poll in the room just to find out to just know 
you know what people are thinking what you guys are thinking because i'd love to you know hear your feedback which is very important to me so by a raise of hands by a show of hands just want to know how many of you have already planned out your content for 2022 okay we got one okay wow okay thank you so much for letting me know now the second part of this question i'm going to ask is okay we got somebody else we got okay we got two we got two okay all right so my question now is after you've heard all this today how many of you are ready to take this challenge and start applying seo i've opened up the hand raising again how many of you are thinking about this differently and want to actually try something new so you can be able to build your content and seo strategy just by a show of hands okay we got one we got two we got three thank you so much for letting me know i i really i appreciate your feedback thank you just are three people okay thank you all so much for letting me know for those who are probably not close to their phones or probably listening or not sure today's room replay it go back listen click on this link do your own research because at the end of the day what you're creating for yourself and how you're putting your content out there is 100 percent gonna gonna depend on how ready you are because if you're not ready for that wave if you're not ready for that success if you're not ready for that click if you're not ready for that lead when someone signs up to your website and you can't do anything about it that's a problem so think about your content think about why you're placing those things there answer the questions people are asking because if you answer those questions and apply concept and that concept is backed up by content that has context then you can build relevance you can build your expertise you can build your authority and most importantly you can build your trust because if google can trust your content then someone will will trust your content because they can click on something they can see but if they can't see your result if they can't see your click if they can't see your your page your website then there's nothing for them to click on. And sometimes we think about, oh, we don't have content. And yet we do. We've been doing reels for years. We've been doing content for years. We've been doing SEO for years, but we can't figure out what's not working or how it's working. These are things that you want to think about and be very specific because it changes everything about your business and changes everything about how you create content going forward. So as you think about this content marketing strategy for your business, understand this one thing. The key takeaway is if you can answer someone's question and you take them somewhere that is secure, that's safe, and I'm talking about your website, your landing page, and you direct them with copy that allows them to feel comfortable, then at some point you're going to see the results in three months, in six months, in 12 months, because you've been able to help someone get somewhere and how you know that it's working. Cause sometimes you ask yourself, okay, I'm going to do that, but I don't know how I'm going to know what's working. 
How you know it's working is when you have your website connected to your Google Search Console and there's something called a sitemap. We cover everything, everything that you're hearing, all SEO, all Pinterest, all marketing, all that is going to be here in this package, in this bundle for you. So when you think about connecting your website to your search console, you're essentially telling Google that you have a property online that has content that you provide. So when you provide that content and that content is credible, over time, Google is going to actually consider your content as credible source or as a credible source. And that's now we're going to allow them to now connect your content to the next user. And sometimes it's going to take a while because if somebody clicks on your link, what are the chances of them clicking on someone else's link? What are the chances of them clicking on the next page? You know, those things, you can determine that. But what you can determine is your quality control. How do you take your information and help someone see what they're doing and how they're structuring their format? Like for me right now, if you guys follow me on Instagram, there's something that's going to be happening this week. And I dropped a new track just last week. And I've not been doing it for a while because I was focusing on some other things. But I do have a background in entertainment and music and also business. So when I now decided to now drop something new, I've looked at the stats. I've looked at the analytics because this is a whole different thing I'm talking about. But it still comes back to content is the article on how to play music on Clubhouse is one of the top ranking articles that we have on Google, you know, as work and play entertainment. And when you click on the link, it's been driving traffic through and through. So why did I bring up the music? When someone thinks about DJ, they think about music. When they think about music, they think about Spotify. They think about Apple. They think about Tidal. They think about YouTube. So I decided, okay, if you want to listen to how this goes on a song that could be played on Clubhouse, you could still DJ it or you could still reference it as a inbound link that you can still put as an embedded code to your site is when you now start putting like the actual song on the article if it's a podcast you can put that podcast on your article so if you have a podcast you have an article put them together put them on one platform and that's going to driving a lot of seo juice so what did i do i was able to notice that and the new song that has been released is now on that article and when people click on that article now there's actually music for them to listen to apart from the youtube channels and the other referral links that were there prior so all i'm trying to say is when you're thinking about helping people get somewhere with their content then you're thinking about the end in mind you're now reversing back to the beginning and going back to the drawing board and asking yourself okay if i want to talk about this how do i give an example of this and give that solution so they can be able to make an informed decision so when they can do that in a way that you realize okay i didn't need to do much i just needed to let them know what it is answer the question give them a guideline and give them a call to action when you do that connect the dots you're back to square one and you're starting again and you're building because by the time you're looking back three months looking back six months looking back three years it's going to show that you had a lot of authority over time and that also gives google a signal that you're able to connect the dots and give a lot of people information because you're able to give them conveniently and you're also able to help them with information that's going to help them get better at what they're doing with their business so 
this takes a while to grow and don't think about this and say i don't have the time to do this the time is there to do it if you want to pay attention to it people who pay for things they pay attention to them and when they pay attention to them they have an expectation so that expectation has to come with how important or how much of a priority it is to your business one of the things that you read when you click on start the free trial or start my free trial is you're going to notice that this that you're putting your mindset to you want your business to pay for this expense so when you start thinking about that you're thinking about okay if i'm running an ad on pinterest if i'm doing a blog on my website if i'm doing a podcast on this channel how am I bringing that back to me as a monetized value cost or a lifetime value that I can be able to appreciate over time? Because a year from now, someone's still going to be thinking about Valentine's by this time next year, God willing. So those are things that you want to think about and still think about how can I stay relevant and how can I stay in season on brand and on topic? So that's what I want to leave with you guys. And I'm so happy that I was able to have my first 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 room here in the marketing club and i appreciate each and every one of you for being here and listening and just being part of today's conversation thank you so much once again michael for being here and i appreciate you for you know everything that you've been able to do for the community and i can't wait you know for what's coming ahead because we all have a great future and i know so much is going to come ahead for us thank you also crystal you know, for joining and for being in today's room and for everyone else who has been in today's room. We've had a really amazing conversation. I appreciate each and every one of you for being here and for being part of today's conversation. Make sure that you replay, stay connected, follow me, follow the club. Make sure you stay connected because I'll be back again and I'll probably do Instagram marketing versus Pinterest marketing. So I'm going to see how that's going to work through. But those are the things that I'm seeing for my search console. And the reason why I have this room today is because I did research and people are asking about this question. So I'm really doing it in real time. And I really want to be able to help you guys and do it in a way that you can do it for other people in your own industries. So thank you all so much for joining. Till we meet again, God bless. Have a wonderful day. Take care and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye for now.